Um, my name is Victoria Cruz Falk. I was born in the river. Also, I upgraded Zoom, so we won't have to. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, imagine <laughs> the breaks. Okay, so we're going to have to log off and log back on just like the rest of you bitches. Okay, how many questions do you have? Twelve with the intent of doing like seven. Oh, no. Okay, fair. Okay, do you want to do the welcome back or do you want me to do it? Uh, I think we should do some I think we should do something consistent. So me. <laughs> yeah. If I'll just start laughing. If I'm not just served on a platter at a point where I'm supposed to be like, and I'm Victoria Cruz Falk, <laughs> it's probably not going to happen. Okay. See, I feel like every time I have to start it, I'm like, how do I say the word hello without <laughs> sounding like a piece of shit? Howdy, howdy. <laughs> how are y'all doing today? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Have you been watching The Bachelorette? And they walk up, she goes, hello! She <laughs> does. I love I identify her. with that. I do too. <laughs> I love that everything is about her father because I relate. She's like, no one said anything about her dad. And then she's like, it's just really hard, you know? And then she's like, hey, you want to know something? And Justin's like, what? <laughs> I have two dads, and one, and one of, them of them is dead. <laughs> All right, are you ready? Um, I know you see some... me standing, standing there. That's actually the theme song. Uh... <laughs> okay, <clears throat> we're four minutes and twenty seconds in, <laughs> and we've said nothing. That's the podcast. <laughs> I haven't even started introducing it. All right. Hello. <laughs> I can't pick a way to say hello. Okay. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. <laughs> Welcome back to Nothing Original, the podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Perini. Joined with my co-host, Victoria Cruz Hall. We're back with another episode. Um, today's episode is going to be um, a bit of a get to know you, and we're going to introduce uh, Tori herself, the the man, the myth, the legend. One of the podcasts I listened to did something like they renewed vows for their 50th episode. And then the girl who doesn't edit, that's me, said to the girl who does edit, she was like, can you go ahead and put some wedding music in the background? And she was like, cue the music. And then no music played. <laughs> that's what I want on the podcast. Um, I'll do it. I'll put nothing. You'll ask me to do something and I won't do it. And then like minutes later, I'll do something absurd. <laughs> Okay, so to start this episode, we have some news. It's not news. Um, we made a Patreon like every other podcaster that's ever existed. Um, and if you want to we pay us money... enough to do it without we an audience. Bold enough to do it without an audience. Um, if you want to give us money, we have some, we have some tiers, we, which is what they're called on Patreon. <laughs> So I'll I'll explain those quickly before we get into the episode and then we'll we'll start with our our weekly catch up. So our first tier is it, the title of it is you loyal. You loyal. And that is that is $1 plural. <laughs> uh, $1 a month and you get no benefits from it. <laughs> Much like America. It's just um if you want to keep us going, 
Tori's work life sucks. So, so if you want to give Tori $1 a month, I won't split it with her. I'll give it to her. She deserves it. <laughs> really just a GoFundMe. Um, please. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> so the, the second tier is called literally the cost of two coffees. And Tori disputed this, uh, this title because it's set at $5 a month. And for me, that, that is two coffees because all I know is drink black coffee and lie. But I guess it, disgusting. <laughs> I guess for you non-black coffee drinkers, you phonies out there, uh, people who enjoy taste and flavor. Yeah, how dare we? Here's the thing: <laughs> if you are buying black coffee from anywhere, anywhere except for like a restaurant that you are sitting down in, disgusting. What the, you're going into a Starbucks and being like, yeah, can I have a black coffee? Yes. Pot at home. A pot at home. Anyway. Anyway. Um, with, with this tier, the benefits, you actually do get benefits with this one, um, are you get, you get two bonus short episodes a month. So basically, Tori and I, one of us will really take take it away with the other one kind of giving commentary, which is kind of how we're doing the whole thing anyway, about whatever. Um, and we'll upload them like twice a month, probably in between episodes because we're uploading every two weeks anyway. Um, and then you'll also get a Nothing Original sticker. We have merch, 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 merch. Woo-woo. Um, mailed to you from Tori herself. I don't know if you have to enter your address on Patreon, but we'll figure it out when we get there. <laughs> the third tier um, and the, the highest tier, unless for some reason we blow up and have millions of listeners. Um, in or which unless case, you we really want to give me money, you know? Or, yeah, if you really want to do it, I mean, I can link our Venmos on, I can link the Venmos on the Patreon, but um, this tier is called Donate Here If You Hate Star Wars. We think that that's reasonable because um, only the coolest of the cool will donate to that um, and only the coolest of the cool hate Star Wars. So um, you will get a good business model. (laughs) Make it super exclusive. you will get the same Nothing Original sticker mailed to you um, and the two bonus short episodes a month. And you'll get access to a private community of what we're calling our listeners, the unoriginals. Um, whether that uh, ends up being like a Facebook community or something on Patreon, we're not sure yet because no one's done a this yet. A cult. Maybe we end up running like a D&D campaign with, <laughs> with all of you. Um, and if you donate to this, uh, tier, you'll get a shout out in our extra Patreon exclusive episodes. Um, just the ones, it's not like every time we make an episode, we're going to be like, yeah, Patricia. Actually, I don't know a Patricia. My middle name is Patricia. That's true. I don't know if I want that on there. I don't know. Don't steal my identity. Sorry. Let me think of a different name. The last four of my social art. Um, and you'll get access to exclusive content. So something that we'll be doing on the Patreon is just releasing shit when we feel like releasing it. Um, and that, that'll be what that tier gets, basically. Um, and these two bonus short episodes a month will continue into our season break, which will be over the holidays. So you'll get some exclusive holiday action. Ew. <laughs> um, and then, so our, like I said, our exclusive content will include more ranty episodes on specific topics. Um, some of the ones that we're going to be recording soon include Tori's just absolute rampage about USA women's soccer. Um, it's not even just the US. Like, guys, get ready. It's a lot the way that I spend my free time now that I'm in grad school is watching reality dating TV, um, The Bachelorette, Love Island, F-Boy Island. I have a lot to say about F-Boy Island. <laughs> I have not seen yet, and I definitely 
That sounds it's, awful. It's it's hosted by Nikki Glazer. Oh, but, uh, that's all you needed to say. It's phenomenal. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm going to go off and let you just give you all the podcast recommendations because I can't listen to music right now because of the inner voice in my brain who is mean to me. So I have a lot of podcast recommendations. When we decided to do a podcast, Tori sent me just so many, so many recommendations. So many. I was like, but what if we did like these ones? And I sent a list of 20 and said, you should listen to all of these episodes before the next time we talk. I listened to two of them and then I gave up. <laughs> Super fair. But it was so designed for you. I was like, well, in this episode they do blah, 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 blah. I know. I know. And I was, I'm such a picky podcast person. Like, I feel like there are a few podcasts that I like to listen to and it's either because they are Australian or I do like to listen to like some structured podcast, which is stupid because I'm not that kind of person at all. But like, there are some podcasts that are like educational that I'm like, oh yeah, go off. Like, <laughs> what I will say is that I do follow and occasionally listen to a podcast that's dedicated entirely to new publications in Latin American studies. And that's the most annoying thing about me today. Today, it'll change tomorrow. I, my most annoying one is Civics 101, where they just explain how the American government works. It doesn't. Because, like, quite frankly, I don't get it. (laughs) No one does. That's the point. They're just going to make you turn around in circles and then be like, wait. So yeah, that was our Patreon overview. If you want to give us money, that's cool as shit. Uh, we'll link it in the show notes. I think that exists. Um, if it doesn't, if I don't know how to do that, which is likely, um, I'll, I'll find the link right now. I'll say it out loud. P A T R E O N dot com. It's patreon.com slash nothing original pod. We haven't done anything on it yet, but you can start donating. And then once we get donors or an audience, we'll start posting in it, which is fun. I think our first um, episode on the Patreon, Patreon exclusive uh, episode will come out next Sunday. So do with that information what you will. (laughs) And again, if you just want to Venmo us, that is also an option. Uh, Minimum $15. Yeah. If you just like want a one-time thing, my Venmo is at Catherine Perini, C-A-T-H-R-Y-N. Mine is just Victoria hyphen Cruz hyphen Falk. Oh, fuck. There's not a hyphen at the end. All right. So let's move on to our our bi-weekly catch-up. Bye. (laughs) I'm going to have a conversation with my mother before I tell her about this podcast. Yeah, I told my mom this past weekend that we were doing this and she was like, oh, I love Tori. So Tori, how are you growing this week? We might have to change that because it's disgusting. It was my idea. I want, I don't, yeah, it needs to have a little evolution. Um, But I do want to talk about how we're growing because I think this podcast is about that. And I think mm. as you can see currently, there's, it's, I don't have a studio space. I'm currently sitting on top of an air conditioner, freezing cold with cats just really fighting. <laughs> it's a cockfight behind me. So what I'm saying is the podcast is going to grow. I'm going to grow. That's the goal. I'm 22 years old with um, no path as no one, no one has a path, but I'm a Virgo, so it's very difficult for me. Um, I like how you're just totally avoiding the question. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not feeling good about things. Um, I... I'm quitting my job that is awful and really get ready for the Patreon episode about that because I have things to say. And if anyone wants a workplace drama, I have it for you, but I only want to record, I want to record it and then send it to everybody so that I never have to talk about it again because it makes me so anxious. So I told them, I gave them 30 days notice, which is so generous of me. And I really regret it all the time because um, one of the bosses like there was a black woman who interviewed and her I don't, I don't want to say her name but it was a very common name uh, in the american context and he was like is she from africa so i was like all righty it's it's time for me to not be here because this is just 
the worst. And he, was, and he was making fun of a blonde woman for being like dressed up for an interview. And he was like, oh, did you see Ivanka? And I was like, oh, her name was Ivanka. And he was like, no, 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 no. Just like, she looked like Ivanka Trump, which is just deeply sexist that he's like, ha ha, she's blonde and was looking good for the interview. And then he was like, well, she's highly qualified. So I'm getting the fuck out of there and still unfortunately there. Um, which I feel like you leaving that job is gross. Like you've been talking about that for a long time. Yeah, and I was, like, trying to make it to a year for what? It's not a thing anymore that, like, you have to spend a year at a job to put it on your resume and, like, you know, claim it or whatever. Like, people move. People have toxic workplaces. Like, people have to change jobs for different reasons. Like, I think it's something like our age group will change careers, like, 10 times in their lives. Careers. Not just jobs. Careers. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't even have a plan on having a career, so I feel like that's a good start. <laughs> yeah, so, fuck yeah. So, uh, last night I cried, couldn't tell you why, through a whole hissy fit. I have therapy in two days, so we'll okay. really dive into that. But I was just literally like, no one likes me, I don't have any connections, I'm tired of not being in school, because I want to, like, meet people and have connections like I used to, and then I was talking to my boyfriend, and I was just like, this person doesn't text me anymore. Does she hate me? Really just like feeling all the love from nowhere. And then he was just like, shut the fuck up. You know, bitches love you. And I was like, I mean, I guess. And then he took me to the gas station for Angry Orchard hard cider. True love, true (laughs) love. (laughs) So... I'm growing because I like he was just like you just had a bad day I was like that's true and I don't know how to have a bad day without also like having to hate myself which I'm working on yeah I feel that I like turn a bad day into like a whole thing (laughs) a crisis right it's a crisis if I have a bad day um but I'll tell you about my crisis a few days ago once we're done like with your catch-up stuff so um you've been working on um leaving your job applications to other jobs have you been working on anything exciting other than that um my internship is always exciting and we're getting to the part where we're gonna like start write, writing the book which is exciting I will be talking more about that once it is a published piece of work that you can listen to because I think it's really important um, so excited and there's this so I had the longest week of my life because I was in upstate New York for a bachelorette party and then drove 12 hours in a day, and Catherine kept me company for, like, four of the hours, being like, okay, but do you like this sticker or this sticker? <laughs> and I was like, I am driving. I like this sticker better. Um, <laughs> I had, I pooped in so many different, 7-Eleven pooped. Uh, Dunkin McDonald's. Donuts, McDonald's. I, I pooped a lot. Of, it was 12 hours, and I just drank the most alcohol I've had in, like, a year. Yeah. Um, and then I came back and had to work both my jobs because I'm working like 50 plus hours a week and it's crazy. And then I had like my boyfriend and I had had both had long days and I came home from my job at like 12 and had to work on this application for an internship that I'm super excited about. Hopefully that works out. Um, and we were both just like sitting on the couch. He was working on photos because he takes um, photography. Um, he takes photography. He does car photography. Um, and he's like getting really good at it and getting lots, like he did three photo shoots this week. Um, and so he was like sitting, editing photos on the couch and I was sitting working on my application and we had like, we were both exhausted. Oh, we had also cleaned the house because I moved out of the house. Love those people, but never want to live with them again. I love you guys so much. Um, let's, let's make a trivia team because I'm sure at least two of them are listening. And honestly, it's probably boys. Anyway. (laughs) Um, and then we were just like sitting on the couch doing those things. And I was just like, look at us doing our artsy fartsy shit, trying to like grow together. And I was really excited about that. So I feel like I'm coming up onto a new chapter in my life and I'm very excited to close a couple of them. That's very good. I'm glad that you have moved out of your previous living situation. It was so dirty. Yeah. And that now you are in control of your life. <laughs> uh, well, I well, wouldn't say that much. <laughs> you're in control of your living situation, at least. 
Again, to an extent. I will, I will take a video of the dining room so I can show you how bad it is and how much oh, stuff I have. I get it. We had a shit pile behind our couch. There's still a broken chair there that we don't know what to do with. Um, but we had like mountains of stuff that was like going to Goodwill and we needed to take the to the like specialty recycling place and like all this kind of stuff between the back of our couch and our bookshelf that's on like the wall behind it and like that was like when we moved in I was like this will be perfect for yoga haven't done yoga there even a little we've lived here for two months anyway it's fine (laughs) we've also lived here you know what we're really just okay what are you growing in this week Catherine where are you at what's going on I'm trying not to make everything a crisis which is really hard because (laughs) um I did talk about this last episode, but I do have PMDD. PMDD. I actually had a meeting, meeting, it's an appointment (laughs) with um, one of my doctors and I was just like, so PMDD, yeah? And she was like, oh yeah. (laughs) Um, And so basically what happens is like, I have like two really good weeks where I have like so much energy and like, I'm just having a great time. I could do things without being super stressed. Like I can like get my work done, all that kind of stuff. And then I ovulate and something in my brain is like, I can't handle whatever hormone is going on in my body. And then everything goes to shit for two weeks until I'm like three days into my period. So this all is going on because I stopped being on birth control. So I would have really bad periods, but I wouldn't have like two week hormonal periods right and so the point of this (laughs) is to say that I'm I'm now going on back on birth my old birth control this month and then later this month I'm gonna get a prescription for like the PMDD like birth control and then hopefully get all my shit in order but something that has been happening for the last like four or five months that I've been off of birth control is that my last two weeks like I've just kind of like succumbed into like having a shit two weeks and everything that happens I feel like the universe is like taking a massive shit on my chest and I'm going to tell you one thing that happened and all of the things happen during my two weeks right it's not like something happens during my good weeks nothing happens like I was my last two good weeks I was in Phoenix I was visiting Ben's family his friends I was having a great time I was in Kentucky I was seeing all of you guys I was having a great time and then I got home and I squirted out an egg and (laughs) maturated parsnip is playing with my menstrual cup parsnip is playing with my menstrual cup parsnip is playing with my menstrual cup I was like why is he running, running around what is he playing with I can never put that in my box. It it rolls. It's round. I mean, like, I get it. It is a good cat toy, you know? Anyway, so (laughs) when my car got hit, like, a month ago, that was during my luteal phase, which is what it's called after you ovulate until you start your next cycle. And that happened, and then a pen went through the laundry and ruined a bunch of my clothes and just things like that were piling on. And then I was having a really good two weeks while I was traveling. And then lo and behold, um, I got home and I was having an okay, like I was just feeling emotional, like nothing big happened. It was just me feeling like really hormonal and imbalanced and just bad. And then, so I live in Georgia and in Georgia, Georgia is the Australia of the United States. And I will stand by that. And we have a lot of bugs, a lot of big ones, and we have a lot of weird animals and just things. So it is cockroach season, palmetto bug season. Oh no. And Ben found one and we were like, gross, I guess it's that time of year again. No big deal. I mean, it was kind of a big deal because it was like in his towel and he went to dry off and he found it. (gasps) No, it gets worse. So... (laughs) Oh my god, like, I have a cockroach story when you're done. I'm so sorry okay. that this has become the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and so like a week later, this was like Thursday this week, okay? I am feeling like I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get a good workout in. I'm going to like try to do some self-care to like have a better day than I had been having because I was just kind of like stuck in hell. And 
I go <laughs> to put on, I go in my closet and I pick up a pair of leggings and I put them on and I'm getting fully ready. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, is that a dryer sheet or a tag or something <gasps> in my pants by my knee? Ew. It was, and I reached in to get it and it was a fucking cockroach. Fucking cockroach. And I screamed bloody murder. Okay. Oh, no. I rip the pants off. I go, I wash my hands and I come back and Chester is like sitting there, like ready to pounce on the cockroach. And I have to like find it because it went behind like, his bed like on the wall and I found it and I like I think I had like a paper towel or something that I had gotten and I crushed it and I was just like oh my god 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 and I called my brother who lives across the street from me and I was like (laughs) (laughs) and I was just like freaking out and he was just like, I would react the same way you're reacting, but from someone who is not in the room and did not see this happen, you're okay, you know? <laughs> um, and I was walking around and then it doesn't even end there. Isn't that fucked up? It doesn't even end there. And I was walking around just freaking out. I wasn't going to go to the gym then because I had so much nervous energy in me. I needed to do something like, if I was going to do anything, I needed to do something like low impact, you know, like, like walking or something like that and I'm walking around and Chester is just like staring at the couch like staring at it and I'm like oh boy and so I go over to the couch and there's like a green like thread on the couch and I'm like what is that and I get closer it's a fucking praying mantis what (laughs) in your couch on my couch it was like on like you know the part of the couch like the arm and then it like curves and then it's like the leg Uh uh-huh It was like on the leg part, like right underneath where the curve is. And it was a baby. It was like one and a half inches big. Um, At least they're kind of cute. They are kind of cute. I took care of him. Like I put him back outside. Um, I took care of him. Well, I felt- say I took care of him. You know what that means. We're back to this. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I, I felt like shitty about it because I'm pretty sure they're endangered. And- when I tell you that I cried, not an exaggeration at all. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I, I had this whole plan to, like, do all this self-care, really get into my groove. Because I am so big. I'm a Taurus. I love self-care, okay? It really does it for me. And I love, like, self-luxury and just, like, taking care of things myself and, like, doing things for myself and so this happens and I'm like okay so we're going into a depressive episode yeah (laughs) and so something the point of all this is to say (laughs) something that I'm working on something that I'm growing in is and I'm hoping that having the synthetic hormones in my body helps but I I would like to not enter a depressive episode (laughs) every time something like that happens because Honestly, like it was gross and horrible. And when I told my therapist about it, she was like, you know, but also it, it happened and it was over really quickly. And then I could have gone on with my day and I simply just didn't. So no, that's super fair. I literally will. uh, (laughs) I got a paper cut at the law office that I work at that I hate and started bleeding a little too much for like a paper cut. I was like, Mm -hmm. all right, I'm done today. And I left and I went to Trader Joe's and then I went home and I took a nap. The smallest thing happens <laughs> and it's, it's over. Right. So I think something that I'm trying to grow in right now, at least, is just like, maybe don't do that. Maybe have the bad thing happen and then try to move on. Mm, but I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, so that was, that was kind of a summation also of my two weeks. I feel like I entered my luteal phase quickly after I got home from Kentucky and everything went to shit and I am so tired all the time. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to get into the questions? I'd love to do that. I, I'm going to get up and I'm going to get this menstrual cup. I'm gonna I need everyone to tell me if it's okay if I put this in my body again I just finished my period and that's why it was like out I mean this is all my fault everything that happens to me usually is my fault (laughs) can't you like sterilize it the next tier of the patreon is um however much a menstrual cup costs and the benefits (laughs) are buying Tori a menstrual cup (laughs) the benefits are 
You get exclusive video. <laughs> Try to put the one with the cat litter. All right, so now that Tori is back from rescuing her menstrual cup, um, we're going to get right into the point of this episode. How many minutes in? You're muted. Oh, you were blowing your nose. <laughs> yeah. That I was intentional. <laughs> yeah, it was intentional. <laughs> and that's really how you get to know me. You need to know first that I'm a snotty bitch. She is a snotty bitch. Not a snooty bitch. A snotty bitch. <laughs> no, Catherine's snooty. I'm snotty. <laughs> I'm a Taurus. She's a Scorpio. Um, Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> Let's get to know me. This is me. This is me. This is a whole picture of Tori. If you don't like background noise, you're listening to the wrong podcast because we both are um, animal moms. And also we have large adult boyfriends who tend to roam about. All right. So we're going to get to know Tori on this episode. I'm going to ask her however many questions I feel like is appropriate until we literally just feel like the podcast has gone on too long. But then again, I do pare it down quite a bit. So when I edit it, so we might be able to like answer all of them and then have enough content to go about our day. Should I start drinking? No, I have to go to work. Okay. Let's get to know Tori. So I'm just going to jump right in. Tori, uh, what do you do in this capitalist society that we call home? Um, I'm going to answer questions in obnoxious ways. Um, I, For money, I work at a beautiful cafe that I don't really want to say, just in case yeah, one stalker decides to kill me. The aforementioned law office is a thing that I used to do for money that I'm now trying to stop doing for money. Other than that, I take my dog to the park and she goes poop and immediately becomes dehydrated. Like there's no, like she will not drink water that is not in her bowl at home. Like we went to Nashville and we took all her stuff and we took her with us and she would eat the food, but she looked at the water and was like, no, that's okay. Thank you. Um, and I'm a cat mom, as you could tell. I spend most of my time just wrangling them and poop, like scooping their poops. I, I also poop. I would love to like write more and focus energy into that. At the moment, I don't really do that. And I'm currently also playing in a basketball league, which is maybe one of the worst decisions I made this summer because I, my mom, this is me and my mom on the phone. I'm like, ugh, I'm really too tired to go to basketball tonight. Yep, but you made a commitment, didn't you? So you're gonna go. And that was most of my childhood. And uh, yeah. And you know what? That segues really nicely into my next question. Um, Perfect. Where are you from and how was your childhood? <laughs> Let's really get into it. I am from the DMV, obviously not where you go to get your cars done. Dummies. Um, I am from the D and the M. <laughs> it goes down in the names. And technically I was born in DC and I really went to school in Montgomery County, Maryland, one of the richest counties in the United States of America. This is a flex. <laughs> um, some of the white bitches I went to high school with do flex about that. And they're like, this is why I'm such a good person. Diversity. Ah! No. <laughs> you went to the pro-life march. You calm down. Do you know what I'm saying? Just like take five years without preaching about something, please. Thank you. My childhood, my mom is from Canada and my dad is from Honduras. I've been to Canada many a time. We used to go there for the summers. So like, I feel like normal kids during the summers definitely like go to camp or do things with their friends. And I was always just like, okay, I'm going to Canada. So I think one of the reasons that I'm very independent and a, a little weird is because I did not have friends. For sure for like a big part of my childhood outside of school and sports and church. So I would like hang out with the seniors at the old folks home. So I think for a long time I got along with like older people mm -hmm. better. And it also makes me a little self-centered, I think. Like I like think about my mentorships and talking to them now. And I'm just always just like, oh yeah, they're here to like learn about me. They want to know what's going on with me and not also reciprocate that and be like, well, what's going on with you? That's something that I'm like a little, 
insecure about. Um, but I've never been to Honduras. My dad and I aren't really uh, friends, I would say. My mom and I are super close. She is a Leo. My dad is a Taurus. I am a Scorpio. That's what's going on in the household. I'm an only child, which also impacts my weirdness and independence and um, need for the girl gang. The girl gang is super important to me, which y'all will find out if you didn't already know. And then I guess it was just like regular, like middle-class suburban and like, I think we'll get into this on a later topic, like in an episode where we talk specifically about being from the DMV, but middle-class in the richest county in America is different than richest or than middle class in like Kentucky where I currently reside so like a pretty wealthy upbringing in the context of it all and I played a lot of sports and I'm passionate about sports and not active like I'm not actively trying to be in the sport world but I think I'm always gonna like be passionate about those things in almost an academic way so I think that's childhood how would you categorize your high school self um jock who didn't know she was depressed like i don't think i was depressed (laughs) like i i loved high school and i say this all the time like if i i'm so glad that i didn't like hate myself or care about certain things because otherwise i would have had a really hard time and been Mm -hmm. deeply insecure like i think i've like self-deprecating humor has always been something I've been good at but like truly I was just going to my classes and hanging out with friends and playing sports and then eventually worked at Chick-fil-A towards the end of my high school career but like I was super weird and like didn't care so I had a great time I was like super awkward and cringy and like some of the stories I could tell you like uh, like a adjacent friend not like a close friend told this guy that I did I guess I liked but I don't even know what was I think my friend convinced me that he like was down and I was just like well or I she said like who's down if you're down this, like to a human man <laughs> and then I ran away in a <laughs> in a like school hallway and then had to go play he was like on the basketball team and then had to play a basketball team adjacent to that where the entire boys team knew that happened and like while that is the most cringiest thing that's ever happened to anybody it was like i don't know i feel like i was just like out there and weird and also have been a bitch since day one like this awful man who requested to follow me on instagram recently no i had a crush on you even though you were bad and no one needs to no i don't need to see you uh, but when I, this boy that I eventually would have a crush on, which is stupid, said to my friend who had just like come out as lesbian, <laughs> he, <laughs> he like was making a joke about it and it not in like, I mean, I guess it's homophobic, but in the more like <laughs> titties, two titties, <laughs> four titties way was like making fun of her and I just like yelled at him I was I think I was a freshman I don't really remember but I was just like were you born stupid or did you have to like work at it (laughs) or something like that like I've always just been a bitch and like yelling at people Hmm. and I had like a really good group of girlfriends and I never dated or anything in high school and so I think like I just had a great time being oblivious to like oh sure my mental well-being like obviously like I cried about things like if we can talk we can like get into my daddy issues if you want to but like I put into place like self defensive like mechanisms so that like things wouldn't like hurt me as bad and so it wasn't until college that I really like dove into those things and was feeling bad about them and then towards the end of college that I was like (laughs) therapy another coming out that like if my mom listens to this then she'll know I'm actively in therapy. Hi, mom. I love you very much. Does your mom not know you're in therapy? I told her I was going to do it. And then I was like, everyone in our house needs it. That's the dog barking. And <laughs> and she was like, not. She was like, no, we'll just be sad. And I was like, no, we should be happy or at least try to be. And then I never really brought it up since then. People of our generation are just so against therapy. <laughs> 
And I would like to know why it's so bad to talk to someone about your problems. <sighs> Stop putting it on your friends. They are also having problems. Yup. <laughs> yup. Yeah. Um, why did you end up at, at the University of Kentucky? Honestly, sports got me there. Like, I was in the SGA in high school. Mm-hmm. At, well, in my last year. And, like, loved my high school. Black and gold. Go Rockets. Also... I was the secretary of my high school senior class. Does that mean that I have to plan the high school reunions? Because I'm not going to. If you're a rocket, just know. If, you were, if you're a 2016 graduate of the Richard Montgomery High School in Montgomery County, Maryland, it's not happening. I'm not doing it. Someone else do it. Five years has come and gone. Like, we're, we're making our way out of the fifth year. So Do people do five years? Yeah, five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Oh, like no. Go on. Oh, no. <laughs> she knows her fives. I'm super proud. Um, <laughs> and so, like, I really wanted a foam. I wanted to get us foam fingers for our high school, and I never did that. And I don't know, I guess I, like, my mom went to the University of Wisconsin, so I hated the University of Kentucky because of basketball reasons. And then I, like, looked it up one day, and I was like, actually, they have a bunch of programs that I'd be interested in. And it sort of came down to a few colleges. I don't, honestly, I can't even, I want to, like, transport myself back into that time because when I got the letter from Kentucky and was deeply, like, I literally, my mom picked me up from, I think, field hockey. Is that when you know things? Or basketball? Winter? I don't know. And was like, look what arrived. And I read it, and I ran back inside to the training room, and it was like, Sam, Devin, like, look, ah! and like, screamed about it, like I had gotten into Harvard. That's how I felt about the University of Kentucky. And I don't know why. I, I And I also, like, I only applied to three schools. My mom wanted me to apply to a small, like, to a Maryland school for in-state tuition. And I applied to Salisbury, North Carolina Gross. State University. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm applying to the one that I know I won't go to. So I, there's no chance it happens. For sure. And then UK. And I got into all of them. And I think I wanted, ended up wanting to go to NC State a little bit more because I have commitment issues, but they didn't give me as much money as UK did. So right. It came down to money, which is why I came here. And when we had visited, it was kind of like Maryland. Like, oh, yeah. Like, Lexington is very similar to where I grew up. Like, Rockville is just like a little suburban area, just in the DC metropolitan area. So, yeah, I don't know what was going through my brain, but I'm glad I came here. And And when I got here, people were like, why'd you come here? No, literally. My African American studies classes, they were like, what? What? Why? And I was like, I don't know. I liked basketball and I hated UK. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got asked the same question a lot. We'll get into that in my episode. But. Okay, so moving on from school and childhood. What are you passionate about? Um, <laughs> I and that used to be my whole thing is asking people what they're passionate about, and I love talking about it. And I had a prescribed answer, and it's definitely changed since then. I'm definitely passionate about women, the girl gang, um, and so like with that comes like reproductive justice and mm. learning more about goddamn women's bodies because we don't know anything. Literally. So, ugh, you shouldn't have to get and get a mirror to know what's down there. Um, and like advocating for survivors of sexual trauma. Yeah. Like social justice in general is the vibe. And I think I'm passionate about my identity. So specifically like women and Latinos and immigrants. I am not an immigrant, but I come from them. That was an interesting way of saying a child of. I come from them. <laughs> and like even, yeah, like women's sports. Like, all of those things, like, main umbrellas, I think, are just, like, advocating for better for women and Latinos and immigrants. And then outside of those things is comedy and writing. I, like, I love to laugh. I love to make people laugh. I love watching things that make me laugh. And I feel like SNL was always, like, a dream. I was like, one day that's gonna be me. But that's definitely changed into, like, watching things like Fleabag and broad city and the good place i like love those pieces of art and would love to do those things and i think that's what i'm passionate about 
We love it. We love women. We love women. Do you feel like your work is like, or like not your work, but your passions are like put to work in Kentucky? I feel like Kentucky has a big immigrant population because it's so cheap to live there. And also a big Honduran population. I know quite a few people who live in Kentucky who are Honduran immigrants. Yeah, especially in Lexington. Like yeah. where I, the Mexican restaurant I worked at last summer, there were like at least four, I think. Yeah, I, this is something. That, so the internship that I mentioned earlier was, it's, we've been working on, uh, <clears throat> I don't want to say too much, but it started after the 2016 election. Right. That's when we were freshmen's, freshmen, <laughs> freshmen's, freshmen in college. <laughs> And there was hate speech in my dorm. I lived in the social justice living and learning program. It was a whole thing. And then my professor started this oral history project looking at the rural and urban divide and financial divides across campuses. And through that work and just my time in Kentucky and then working for a political organization right out of college and a local or um, what's it called? A local campaign. I am really interested in like investing in the south specifically kentucky Mm -hmm. because i think it's super important and where i'm from it's like i would come home and people be like how are the trump supporters and i'd be like like i get what you're saying like i get it right but let me tell you about what i've learned and where i live and like the place that is sort of home to me now like Shantira Jackson said on an episode of the Busy Phillips podcast, she was like, it's heinous that anyone would call Mississippi a red state because it's just voter suppression. Like by population, mm-hmm. it's the blackest state in the country. Like obviously I think Texas and California have more, but that's just size. So yeah, I think I've always, something I'm, something I'm like growing in in general is trying to reframe Lexington, Kentucky in my brain and what my time here is going to look like and what I want it to look like. Because I think I've always been like, oh, well, I'd be happier if I was just in Madrid or if I were in New York or choose a place or in grad school or whatever. And there's things like stand-up comedy and activism that I'm like, oh, well, if I were in this place, then I could be this person. Then I could have those things. There's stand-up comedy in Lexington and in Louisville and Cincinnati and all of the surrounding areas there's like a deep need for activism in Kentucky and all of pick pick your favorite activists like the big name ones they're from the south because that's where it was needed right I mean so yeah I think there's a lot that I still have left to learn from Kentucky and I want to stay and and like I want to be I'm like oh my gosh I'll be happy in Spain bitch I've been to Spain for a study abroad experience and was anxious and depressed there like you still go with you (laughs) I'm still there unfortunately that's part of the package deal so yeah I applied for an immigrant like an immigration law firm position and interviewed there recently so perhaps I can uh a put my degree to use and b be working on something that I like actually care about really just hitting all the segues here where do you see yourself in five years Uh, where do you see yourself in five years um, and not in like a not in like a married with kids way like where do you what do you see oh honey no 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 no, no. yeah <laughs> where do you see like yourself like non-reliant on other people I definitely want to travel so my mom's having a milestone birthday next summer and I think one of my goals is just to save a fuck ton of money and then just like quit all the jobs and just like travel with her for a while um I would love to own property so that I could just have like a strawberry field if I wanted. Oh my God, my strawberries are looking so good. Remind me to text you pictures. There's so many little baby straws. I don't think I should get more animals unless I own property at the moment because I'm already cutting it pretty close with three. And that's presumptuous to say that in five years I would still be with my boyfriend. And I think that's maybe where we're headed. I would love to be emotionally like proud not even proud but secure in the decisions I make that's something I'm working on too it's just like I will make a career choice or like a job choice whatever that was the train of thought oh so like I make a decision like quitting my job Mm. then every day since then I'm just like insecure in it and I've told you like I'll talk to you and I'll be like why am I not in grad school and then I'll talk to Olivia and I'll be like 
why don't I do piercings myself? And then, and then it's just like everything. I talk to anybody who does anything. And I'm like, oh, I should be doing that thing. Cause I can imagine mm-hmm. myself doing so many things. Like in five years, if I were a stand-up comedian, I wouldn't be surprised if in five years I lived in Spain and was just like vibing and also Italy, I would not be surprised or living like on a small little patch of land near a body of water wouldn't be surprised. So because I'm so flexible and can imagine all of these different paths for myself, anytime I talk to anybody, like I could be doing that. I should be doing that. You are doing everything wrong. So in five years, I would love to just be able to like make my decisions and then talk to people and not be like, <gasps> right. just be like, no, I love what I'm doing and I'm like happy with where I'm at. Or yeah, I know that this isn't what I want right now and I'm working to change it. Like if I could just say that mm-hmm. right now and be like, yeah, I didn't like this job, so I'm leaving it and like making a change so that I feel better. Like that's how I feel about it. But then I talk to anybody and immediately it's like, oh my God, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I would love, and I'd like, I'd like to be in doing art in the talking and writing medium media tune into nothing original the podcast in five years <laughs> yeah like that would be super dope i also want to start writing um half marathons <laughs> we'll talk about that separately would you like to run a 5k with me not even a little oh my god but you're miss fitness bitch i don't like running well no one does i j- that's not people just true like, people just i like have friends, friends who like love to run like it's like their heroin I don't know I don't get it I love to lift weights okay so on a lighter note what's your biggest pet peeve there's just simply too many number one if I can hear you chew it's over bagels specifically really um, bagels with cream cheese are the grossest sounding like it's disgusting like, I have vivid memories of, also, like, peanut butter toast. Like, God bless the cancer lady I used to live with. Um, you know who that is. Um, we traveled together, and she would eat peanut butter toast, and I would just be sitting there. And we, like, spent two weeks together traveling and talking to nobody else. And so there were some, like, quiet breakfasts. And breakfast is breakfast. <laughs> and... The peanut butter toast was a lot for me. So chewing, oh my God, why, this is, I know, I hate so many things. I think Um, chewing's a good one. I think, because Olivia has like that disorder that like when you hear chewing, like you get noticeably angry. Like, Um, is it called misophonia? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I'm also like very irritable. In my bowel and my soul. (laughs) Actually, my bowel's pretty tight. I actually do bowel kegels. Look it up. I practice. I practice um, self-control in the form of um, controlling my large and small intestine. Um, I actually piss, like, almost piss myself every day. And this is not a joke. I just, like, forget that I have to go. I've also had sort of a UTI issue in the past year. So I feel like it's kind of, I've just had one big UTI for the past eight months. Jesus I think I just like urgent peeing like it comes out of nowhere and I'm like oh my god I've gotta go you should like attach a tube to yourself and then <laughs> and then like run down your pant leg not like a catheter like don't insert it into your body but like <laughs> but like run it down your pant leg into like a discreet bag at your ankle <laughs> you just <laughs> walk around smelling like piss uh I already smell like piss quite a bit. And it is because of these animals, I swear. I don't know. Pretty litter is nice, but it'd be stinky sometimes. Like, like just when I get it on me, like yesterday I yeah. cleaned it and uh, so much urine. I, it, they tell you that it's supposed to last a month. There's no way. There's simply I, no way. I've I heard, swear to God, if I even touch the litter, like I'm like... <laughs> For a hot second, I really thought you were going to be like, I don't talk about my cleaning because that's an intimate experience for me. So I won't be talking about it on the pod. I was like, where is she going with this? I'm gonna, I'm along for the ride, but what? What's your favorite dad joke? <laughs> you can this tell it poorly too. 
this isn't necessarily a dad joke, but we were talking earlier. I don't know if that would make it on the pod, so I'm just going to make sure it does get in the pod. But at work, when customers come up to um, the register, I always greet them. I'm like, howdy, howdy. And that's something I'm comfortable with. Like, I'm not even embarrassed about that. And then I told my friend, and she was like, what? 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 And then she thought it was like a Kentucky thing. And I was like, I cannot believe you live there. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) I just do that. (laughs) If people in Kentucky said howdy, howdy, I don't know anything but violence. (laughs) Again, Italian. Italian. I don't know anything but a violence. Was that French or... (laughs) (laughs) But the violence. But the violence. Oh my god, wait. Let me just tell you, so at the bachelorette party, I got my friend the girls' night game. Have you seen it in Target? So there's like five different stacks. It's like, never have I ever give this card to the most likely to do this or the person who has this trait or whatever. And then one of them is dares. And I got one of the dare cards and it was like, speak in an accent until your next turn. And so I chose British. And here's what I have to say about this. You know, the people that can do really good, like really good London accents. Yeah. And they have like fully, just fully. And I mean, they're like in it, in it, in it, like all the things, whatever. See, mine is bad. I can't, I don't even have one. Like anything I try to do is just ridiculous. And so I just kept not saying anything. And then someone asked a question that only I knew the answer to. No, cheese. And... <laughs> The hesitation there. (laughs) She had burrata, which is a mozzarella-like cheese, but creamier on the inside. I say this at work at least 60 times a day. And she was like, can I eat this part? And I like truly was just sitting there like mouth closed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm." And she's like, what? And then I showed her my card. It doesn't say you have to be silent. It just says you have to speak in an accent. And then I like (laughs) blurt out i'm embarrassed i'm embarrassed i'm embarrassed like (laughs) to all of my british friends on the pod (laughs) i'm so sorry you never want to meet me well here's the thing i will never try and uh appropriate your culture that we ran away from we freed ourselves from that baby So I feel like that gives us a good glimpse into who you are. I think that maybe later, or maybe as a Patreon episode, we can like have people ask us questions that they actually want to know. Um, but yeah. for this, I feel like that was a good glimpse into your soul, just like depressed with a good sense of humor. Um, <laughs> so um, let's let's get into our unoriginal thoughts. Do you want a second to think about this, or do you have one? I have one. Well, I can come up with something. I have a thought. Go for Do you it. want to go first? Oh, yeah, I can go first. Um, I So this actually stemmed, again, from The Bachelorette. Everything that I do revolves <laughs> around Katie. Um, Honestly, Katie, marry me. Like, <laughs> um, Bisexual icon. Honestly. But um, she was getting a lot of, like, hate on the internet from, like, Gen Zs who were saying like baby girl like ditch the side part like you're not rocking it like oh my god and so something that I'm actually like super passionate about is that not everyone should have a middle part and that (laughs) some people look better with a side part and here's why so when I was younger I used to force a side part my hairdresser hated it like it was it was horrible and I got the side bangs and I did the whole thing and I have um, like a cowlick, like right there in the middle of my head. And so I naturally have a very straight middle part. Like if I just let my hair dry or do whatever it's going to do, it'll look like shit, but it'll fall in a straight part. Right. (laughs) And like one time my roommate in college, Lauren asked me like, how do you get your part like that? And I was like, this is just how it is. (laughs) Um, And so I think that it's very trendy to have a middle part. Like, we're kind of going through that, like, 70s thing right now where, like, it's cool to have a middle part. But also the 2000s? It's a weird time. Yeah. TikTok is too much. TikTok is too much. And I feel like people are, like, really shitting on others who have side parts. But here's the thing. Like, I don't think Katie from The Bachelorette would look bad with a middle part. I just think that the side part is so... Like, it's kind of like picking where you want to live. My brother said this to me the other day, like, pick where you want to live based on what you want associated with your identity. And I feel like middle part bitches are very assertive, almost like rude in a way, 
but not like constantly just like I feel like in certain settings like I can be portrayed construed as being rude because I am pretty forward about things and I also don't have any filters like like it's a it's an issue like (laughs) um and I growing I never mean to do anything that I do (laughs) but I do it with conviction (laughs) um and I like commit to a bit right like if I like if I'm going for it I'm really going for it and I am very type a I feel like that's a good way to put it like I'm very type a I feel like that's what middle parts are like I feel like middle parts are just overwhelmingly just I'm going to do it and I think that a lot of people have started adapting that to the point of where it's getting gray and like if everyone has a middle part you can't distinguish I also think that there's a difference between left and right side parts and I couldn't tell you what those are um personality wise but I think that people who have side parts are just so much more self-accepting because it is so hard to look at yourself with a side part and then flip your hair to the other side um I have years of experience with this because it's like going from like front to back camera. Like it's just not the same. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> and like, because I had a side part and I would have to like fuck with it so much because it wasn't my natural part. Like I would do that all the time and I hated it. I hated every second of it. I'm not that confident in myself, but with a middle part, I feel like I see myself. And I think that you need to find the thing, the thing that makes you see yourself. And the thing that I respect about Katie is she's like, maybe I'm stuck in 2010 but it looks damn good on me. So I'm going to keep it. Right. And I think that like, not everyone needs to have that. Like, tr- like stop making parts a trendy thing. It's weird. It's weird. Like, it's weird that I grew up thinking like, I can't have a middle part because that's stupid. And like, no one has a middle part and I'll look like a dork. And so I gave myself like a huge side part and bangs. And I did the whole thing where if I had just let my hair go and not really cared about what other people thought, this is like a self-image thing more than anything. If I had just not cared and let other people think whatever and just like gone with it, I would have looked back and felt so much more proud of myself than I do. And I understand why I did the things that I did and like why I like adjusted my self-image to be trendy because I I was a kid, you know, but like I would have loved to look back and seen like the confidence that I have with my middle part and seen like how different my life would have been if I have had, if I had had that like confidence boost of like being who I am. Anyway, not everyone should have the middle part. That's my point. (laughs) Also, maybe our unoriginal thoughts are just like not even hot takes or like unoriginal thoughts, but just uh, dumb things we're passionate about that we maybe go on to have a Patreon episode about because honestly- love to discuss i think that's true i think the fact that they're called unoriginal parts is just that they have been said before by someone (laughs) yeah i mean that's the whole point everything's been said before this is an original i'm unique um yeah as as someone who grew up uh a chubby kid Mm. boy oh boy self-image and then i also like yeah like all of those things of being like oh my god i can't believe she has a side part is so like not even high school but middle school and trying Mm. to make someone feel bad for like not being part of a trend or just for any like self-image thing like immediately like hurts my middle school self and Mm. just like the chunky middle schooler inside of me is just like oh my god oh my god I can never have a side part Olivia Gatwood talked about that on say more oh really yeah, because she said she was on Zoom with, like, younger kids and she had a side part and she immediately felt, like, insecure. But she should not have a middle part because she has that gorgeous curly hair that does the flounce thing. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I think my unoriginal thought is going to be just, like, a well segue into the later Patreon episode of just women's soccer is better than men's. Not specifically just the United States, but everyone and uh, I'm tired of it. As we stand right now, it is Sunday, August 1st. Yeah. It's almost my birthday. I feel like my birthday was yesterday. The U.S. will play Canada tomorrow, I think at like 4 a.m. Mm. And I honestly couldn't tell you the other teams. It's probably like Sweden or some shit. Um, Brazil lost to Canada. And Marta is literally the best like female, like not female, the best football player in the world and you know what i'm just gonna like really stop myself there because i can go into the history of how neymar who's probably a rapist asked for more money so that he could stay in brazil to play on a club team and so therefore the women's club team was uh, ended 
and then he went to Europe, like, not even the, like, next year, so I'm just mad about it, and that's gonna be a whole Patreon episode, I think, and if you're not familiar with the audio that's, like, oh my, oh my, oh my god, this girl straight, and this girl not, and this girl not, and this girl not, and this girl not, then you're missing out, and you should go look up the U.S. Women's National Team, um, like fan pages that put the audio to that and then just put every single bisexual or any all of the queer ladies of the u.s women's national team on there and it's fantastic i mean uh, tobin heath and christian press is my passion and i have done a passion uh, presentation for in your home your own mm. home regarding this and it is <laughs> lauren said it was like those old like one direction videos Mm. that like put a weird song in the background that's like oh my god harry and lily are meant to be together they're in love it's just like that's how starved queer people are for representation do you hear me like we are just like really like out here being like oh my god they're both wearing rings on the same finger it's like yeah they both won world cups and they're obviously (laughs) dating and engaged to each other like duh if tobin heath could truly just like spit in my face and kick me in the ribs and be like yeah yeah thank god so the Patreon just be a tobin he's in kristen press fan page no because i don't have that much to say <laughs> i'll take over don't you worry <laughs> um i think that's we're coming to an end we have been recording for an hour and 31 minutes um <laughs> i'm pretty sure at least like 50 percent of that is <laughs> right and be like, oh my god, the goddamn cats. Right. So thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you got to know Tori a little bit more. So thank you for listening to Nothing Original, the podcast. And we'll be back in your ears in another two weeks. Unless... You become a member on Patreon, and then we'll be back in your ear next week. Just support the girls. You know what I'm saying? Support the girls. Support support girls. girls. Yeah. Um, If anyone has something that they want us to shout out, we'll consider it. We'll consider it. We'll do most things that you ask us to do if you pay us. Except for not safe for work things, because (laughs) this isn't OnlyFans. That's something separate. Um, Follow us on OnlyFans, uh, nothing original pod. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Nothing original the podcast is brought to you by Victoria Cruz Falk and Kevin Perini. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash nothing original pod or go to our website nothingoriginalpod.us to support us any way you can. Don't forget to share with a friend and don't forget to download because we don't know how the analytics work, but we think that downloads mean something. Thanks so much for listening.